Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, the phone taker, the phone taker. point like that yo what's up this is Paris Smith from EPMD and you now tuned into Bodega Fresh with my homegirl Nadine all right so make sure you'll stay tuned in headbanger style 2013 boy Swayze Real-ball. 
Bodega Rap. Now about the wreck shop is the man with the plan. Goddamn, yo, watch me slam. Taking the baseline, freaking my line, squeezing my Reebok pumps and crisscross and jump. Way behind the track, so I sound smooth and rugged. Pumped up for the hit squad, yo, they so dug it. You know my style, man, yo, check the stats. Down with the mic, doc, my DJ is trash. Straight from Brooklyn, Albany Project. He gets respect when he's rocking with the set. He goes crazy, maybe goes into a rampage. Yo, but don't be afraid. Can produce hard tracks like this, but don't shut them down. Put them on the funk list. Live in color, a smooth brother. If I had to pick a DJ, I couldn't word your mother. So George hit me with the funk scratch. Then after that, black come back and rewind that. George hit me with the funk scratch. Then after that, yo, come back, then rewind that. What's up, y'all? This is Jill Scott. You're listening to Bodega Fresh with my girl, Nate For my brain just like a rifle Stampede the stage I leave the microphone split Play Mr. Tuffy While I'm on some pretty tone shit Verbal assassin My architect pleases When I was 12 I went to hell for snuffing Jesus Nasty knives is a rebel to America Police murderer I'm causing hysteria My troops roll up with a strange force I was trapped in a cage And lit out by the main source Swimming and women like a lifeguard Put on a bulletproof nigga I strike hard Kidnapped the president's wife Without a plan And hanging niggas like the Ku Klux Klan I melt mics till the sound waves over Before stepping to me I'd rather step to Jehovah Slamming MCs on cement Cause verbally I'm iller than an AIDS patient I move swift and uplift Your mind shoots the gift When I rip and rhyme Rapping sniper Speaking real words My thoughts react Like Steven Spielberg Poetry attacks Paragraphs punch hard My brain is insane I'm out to lunch guard Science is rap My raps are toxic My voice blocks locks And excels hey, like a rocket What's up, everybody? This is Diamond D, representing Digging in the Crates, and I'm right here chilling on Bodega Fresh with my homegirl, Nadine, all right? Lock it in. Bodega Fresh. Bodega Fresh. Yeah. Hey, this is going out to all the brothers who got like six or seven different addresses. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hey, yo, check this out. My name is John Doe, and I'm wanted for murder. I didn't mean to do it, but my temper just blew it. Remember it well, seems like the other day. Now I gotta stay away from around the way. Me and my girl went to the movies. Manly in love, we got shot by Cupid. We both have fat Jews on. 
So I brought my joint in case brothers act stupid. Got to the movie, but before we got in, a kid got robbed by a crew of ten. Punched them and stomped them, nobody would help. Didn't want any beef, so I stayed to sell. I got inside, now my girl is shaking. She didn't want to get her jewelry taken. I said, it's dark in the movie. Hey, they won't find us. Then they walked in and sat right behind us. Talking all loud, told all the good parts. I'm praying to myself, please, I hope they don't start. Then I heard mumbling, the words I couldn't figure. Hey, yeah, when the movie's finished, we're going to get this nigga. I kept my cool, because I'm only one beat. One against ten, that's a hell of five beats. Now the mumbling's getting louder. I hear the scheme, but to me it's a dream. Maybe I'm wrong, you know the rules. So I kept my cool until they made a move. Somebody reached over and snatched the chain. Punched me in the grill, but I felt no pain. They tried to step, but I just couldn't let them. So I backed up and I wet them. Yeah, now I... White rock, but not on a corner. I work in a spot. I used to work for a fast food joint. Busting my chops until I had to hop on the train because my change was so small. But now I got a bins with white walls. Word. I open up the spot every morning and keep things in check for my boss. One day I saw him torture a worker with a hypodermic needle for a $10 loss. But I got plans of my own. I don't want to be another man's flunky. I know the ins and outs of the drug game. Hey, yo, I'm going to make some dough off these junkies. I told my boss about my plans. Instead, I want to be my own man. Hey, yo, I know you put me on, but yo, I got to quit. I want my own shit. The scenario became a tearjerker. He even said I was his best worker. But I continued, and he refused to listen. Became upset because I had ambition. Said he doesn't want me to leave. And that I better think it over if I still want to breathe. Doesn't that sound like a threat? Hey, yo, you want to play that way? No sweat. He left the spot and said he'll be back. Huh? Fuck that. Time to react. I looked across the room at the product. It was about $50,000 worth. Well, if the shit falls down, I'll just have to handle it. Yeah, so I'm stepping with the work. But now I... 5000 baby. And I'm out of here. Hey, hey, check it out. This is MC Light, and you are listening to Bodega Fresh. Please believe it with my girl, Nadine House. Bodega, Bodega Fresh. Fresh. Out of the park, sleeping under the pipe. Not afraid of the dark, I'm afraid of the light. Seen a lot of the park, not a lot of the Swam a lot of the sharks, stepped a lot of the shite, stole a lot of the shows, spawned a lot of the clones, shot a lot of the hoes, hounded a lot of the crows, spent a lot of the gross, broke a lot of the cones, coast a lot of the coals, out of clothes, I cracked a lot of code in the machine, cracks all of my slaves, cracks all of your screen, which ones to believe, which ones are the late, each one you receive, is screamed by the regime, well versed in the state, even once it's your buy, better keep your receipt, I love chicks is petite, I love chicks is so beast, I love chicks in between, most talking is cheap, my talking is cheese. Chang, chang. Shit. 
shut up with your face. Candy breath of butane. I done been through a lot of shit like Andy Dufresne. Mostly capital H, from for capital gain. International space, international dames. Trying to rule over sand, you ain't Saddam Hussein. Get anybody that's mad, red like capital Spain. Keep the jack on my waist, keep the jack of all trades. Keep from shackles and snakes, keep from shackles and chains. Blow all candles on cakes, get your campus okay. Super saying your showcase. Rappers panic and rap me the ones my cameo made. Don't get carried away, y'all don't carry no weight. Y'all are carry okay. Every moment some dame at my pantalones. Trying to feed me some grapes, trying to feed me some game. Trying to get some jewelry engraved. Trying to get me engaged when it come to matrimony. Y'all know I'm blowing glaze. Yo, peep it, Lottie Dottie, we like to party, but don't start trouble, cause we know karate. So please, foes, don't try me, my people's are grimy, but see knows we'll probably beat up your mommy. Put these jokes aside, we be both society's cold rules and laws and guidelines entirely. But yo, peep the irony, all this inspires me to kill it, and still yet I keep hope alive. See, we don't stop till we get it, get it, got it good. I keep all the rhyme schemes that did a lot of good. If you ain't with the time, I recommend you probably should, cause you know I go for my from the hood to Hollywood To my peeps under the steps Don't speak under your breath We let the world know what we plan to be doing Because sleep is the cousin of death So pay attention to get an invitation To a family reunion Come on Right on the roof, or rifle. 
of my crib, I swear to God, you'll regret that you did. How you decorated career, reduced in the shit. Fucking truth, like a noose around your neck, and you dig. Word the city, hope you ready, it's big. I ain't threatening kids, you been more trying to tell you what's on. Now we gotta put your dirty laundry out on the lawn. You'll be on the front page, first thing in the morning. Think about it, is this what you want? Could be different for sure. Listen to me, now listen to y'all. Any words that you hear, you can hear from afar. Since you said you need proof, I'ma give you it all. Let me tell you what started it all. What's going on, man? It's your boy Torrey Lock from Brooklyn, New York. You know, anytime you see me in them streets, I'm holding it down. I stay fresh to death. And right now, you're checking out that bodega fresh with my girl, the lovely Nadine. What up, girl? I see you. Let's get to it. One. Bodega fresh. Yo, what you want from me? We ain't trade no vows, but we was in the mess. I was only been down your block since you was in the west. Don't go thinking now, these vows, cause I'm a gentleman. All I gave you was a smile, that's child to legitimate. I'm not even saying our hang was insignificant. But I ain't trying to be dodging these forms of significance. We ain't even taking before a couple incidents. I was trying to tell if y'all was an emphasis. Huh? Yeah. Yo, what you want from me? I don't care what they say, if they pay cash is miserable Tell them why they're selling in jail to take a visit to They was put there by cops who can't pass the physical Ain't no begging bar and bars in your living room Run up on your fan while your baby's drinking Eskimo Any day around the way, this thing's typical Everything we say is in vain, the days are biblical Yo, what you want? What you want? 
What's going on, Will? Y'all don't rest in that joke. The nephew's y'all up. And I'm here on the second with Nadine on both niggas. Congrats. He's a lot. You know what I mean? What's up? It's What's DJ up? Jam representing all the way live from the west side. And you're listening to Bodega Fresh. My girl, Nadine. Fresh, 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 fresh. The shit is fresh, fresh. Damn, yeah, yeah. What it do, y'all? So what's our comrade? You nigga dub suit. Chilling right now with my homegirl. Bodega Fresh. Nadine doing the big. Bodega Fresh. The homegirl, Nadine. Damn, yeah, yeah. Don't touch that down. Yo, what you want from me? Bodega, Bodega. Fresh. Fresh. Bodega. Fresh. Bodega. Fresh. Bodega. Fresh. Phoenix, no other. Fakers can't flow above her. Leave my window tinted so the haters can't blow my cover. I spit cocoa butter, even haters know they love her. See me whipping in my coupe, dust them like the road runner. Pressing on a pedal, burn fuel like it's Iraq. Make yourself comfy in the seat, sweetie, slide back. You puffing tie sacks, bounce to the back. Rapping on his mic, but I ain't trying to catch a rap. Name Ty Phoenix, yo, I'm fly like a phoenix. Yo, I'm high like a phoenix. I might drive the phoenix on that route. Double six, cross country with my top down. You hear my speakers bumping poly when I come around. On your set. Ain't been stopped by the troopers yet. Hair blowing in the wind like I'm on a movie set. Hear me come and move when I move like Judas said. You sleeping on Polly like you sipping through the bed. Turn it up. Son, you feeling my song? Wave fly to them haters. Let's peel and we gone. I'm out doing 90 with the squeal in my palm. Catch you on the rebound like the kill in the pawn. And I'm Donnell Jones is in a 745 late, out with prone, with a bad Asian chick, giving me dome, and yo, it might sound foul, but that's what I want, in other words, I want pleasurable moments, like everybody do, just doing the do, sipping the juice, cranberry and gray goose, I produce beautiful music to make them get loose, but not too loose, we still on point, cause when I saw them come on, they be like, that's the joint, that poly joint, anoint the crowd with good vibes, every day's a birthday, cause we still alive, get rich and live doing it, that's why we strive for the best possible situations to get right. Cause I ain't trying to die in the streets over no beef. I just want to be with hot chicks and mash beats. I just want to cop big homes and real estate. No pork on my pork, just fish on my plate. The wind on my face, but I'm not in the race. This is an original that you can't trace. I'm Pot quarter kettle black, oh well, tattle tell yo. Why you wanna tell her that? You know very well that we can out of court settle that. I spit it so crazy and fast forward, you can pedal back, not dwelling at. Yeah, just picture that. Hit the crack back to the photomat. Now you run it back, and your cornerback can't catch the black quarterback. Cock back to automat. Yeah, you should have thought of that. Now you just sore as a whore, and you're flat as a doormat. Your chap, bro, rap, fall back, you're all that. You got four flat ties, you ain't going nowhere. Jack's so be nimble, just stop and sit in the opposite of simple. All those sex wanna be. I'm just popping little pimples and changing little pampers. It's so disrespectful and dirty like the hamper. Yeah, I don't mean a tamper, but I'm not a backpack rapper or granola eating camper. Everybody, look at me. We're zoning out. We're zoning.
Hi, this is Bobby Caldwell. You're chilling on Bodega Fresh with my girl, Nadine.
focus repping the cosine, and I'm chilling with my homegirl Nadine on Bodega Fresh. Yeah. We can't change the way we were, but we can change the way we are. All I really wanted from this crazy love was the
is Faith Evans, and you are listening to Bodega Fresh with my girl, Nadine. Bodega Fresh, your girl Nadine is back. It's the third Sunday of the month. It happens to be Father's Day, so happy Father's Day to all the fabulous fathers out there. Fabulous men just doing what they're supposed to be doing. Raising soldiers, raising beautiful princesses. And I just want to salute you guys today. Um, I just finished playing Crazy Love by Ada Dyer, who is a finalist at the Singers Lounge. In fact, that's who we're featuring today. We're featuring the finalists from the Singers Lounge. What is the Singers Lounge, you ask? Well, I'm so glad you happen to be asking because I just so happen to have the executive director of the Hip Hop Culture Center, Curtis Sherrod, on the line, who is also the executive director of the Singers Lounge. Curtis, welcome back to the show. Hey, always a pleasure to be here. Always a pleasure. Happy Father's Day as well. Expressing my sentiments to all the fathers. And uh, what's going on, A.D.? Well, you know, I'm, it's Bodega Fresh, and I am featuring the Singers Lounge today. You know, um, this is an event that you have curated, and it's very successful. It's, it's a fabulous event that happens at the Aloft Hotels in Harlem every third Thursday of the month. And, you know, Curtis... This is not your first go-around doing events. You do the Rapathon. You're the executive director of the Hip Hop Culture Center, which is an amazing, um, amazing foundation. So, you know, I'm featuring everyone from the Singers Lounge, and I wanted to ask you, what made you come up with the Singers Lounge, Curtis? Well, hey, it's true. It's not my first rodeo. And what occurred from doing the Rapathon, I was able to put together an event where we had some of the best freestyle rappers in the planet, in the world, the United States, the city, the borough, you name it. We had some of the best talent. And I said, you know what? Wouldn't it be cool to try to replicate the success we had with the Rapathon before a more mature palette, for a more slightly more sophisticated demographic? And I said, hey, I think we could do something with singers, singers who are into the field of R&B and soul and gospel and try to, you know, do something and give them a platform. And so I gave it a shot, and to my surprise, we were able to mine an incredible wealth of uh, talent. Yeah, it's definitely, it's a, you know, and it's not just an event for singers just, just to come out and, you know, get on the mic and everything. It's it's really an event where you, you know, develop and, and nurture undiscovered stars to people that may not be aware of certain artists that are doing their thing, you know. And, and that's, it's not only just artists, but even like radio personalities, um, people from the fashion world, and, and some of the who's who, really, of, uh, of New York City. It's a, it's a fabulous event. I'm not going to front. I have a good time. 
I'm, I'm, I happen to be lucky to be one of the finalists of the Singers Lounge contest. Yes, you and, are um, a finalist, <laughs> in case y'all don't know. Your girl, Nadine, is not just the host of the show, but she's a songbird herself, and she can walk. She can definitely walk. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thanks, Curtis. <laughs> Um, I'm just pleasantly surprised by the whole event. You know, I enjoy my um, It's almost like a, a family atmosphere. There's this camaraderie. And uh, I want to bring the other two artists that are also finalists at the Singers Lounge, which is Keith Fluid and Ada Dyer. They're going to be coming up on the line right now. Um, Keith, are you there? Yes, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Ada, are you there as well? Yes, I, yes, I am. How are you doing? Excellent. Thank you. Very Welcome good. to the show, you guys. Thank, Thank you for having us. Oh, definitely. Ada, I played Crazy Love. I don't know if you caught it, but I played Crazy Love just a few minutes ago, you guys. Ada Dyer is the vocalist oh, nice. on that <laughs> on that sound. Um, so she is also a finalist, and um, I'm so glad to have all you guys on the show. Uh, what I wanted to, you know, get from you guys is, you know, how'd you hear about the Singers Lounge and, you know, made you want to get involved? Well, I, I can go first. I actually got uh, um, an email that was forwarded to me by my drummer, uh, Philo Kwame Bell, and I, I opened it up and I read it and I liked what I saw. I loved what I heard and, uh, and I decided I'm going to be there. Didn't know anybody else. Didn't know anybody who even sent him the email. I just decided it sounded like fun, and uh, right. and I really wanted to check it out. I'm so well, what glad about you came and checked it out too, because you're the bomb. Oh, thank you, honey. <laughs> I appreciate that. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And Keith, Keith, cool, Keith, Keith, fluid. How did you hear about it? Hey, uh, well, I heard about it. You know, I know Wondrous uh, co-host uh, co-host the show with you. And, and, and I met Stacy through Wondrous as well. So I was just, and Ada happened to just call me and said she was in the neighborhood because I don't live too far. So I just said, oh, I'll come on down and, and see Ada. You know, we will ever get a chance to see one another. So I said, since you're in the neighborhood, I'll just come on down and I'll, you know, can see, can, like, see Wondrous, see Stacy, and see Ada all at the same time. And uh, when I got there, I found out it was uh, that you can sing. So I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll Sing a song. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest is history. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And you know, I have to say, I, I have to humble myself and say, I'm, I'm so honored to be amongst the two of you because you guys are phenomenal singers. And this, this is what you do. This is what you guys do for a living. So I wanted to ask the both of you, um, you know, as a singer on the circuit, what is, what is the number one thing you love about singing? Just, you know, you could go first, Ada, of course. All right, well, I, I I grew up in the church, so I don't know anything but singing. I mean, that's that's just all I know. I mean, my mom sang in the church. She played the, the organ. And uh, so, I've been, you know, we played music in the home, like, every day of my life. And, and every day of my life since, music has been a part of it. So mm-hmm. I just don't know anything else. Oh. <laughs> why I'm still here, and luckily, luckily people actually kind of pay me for it sometimes. So, <laughs> so, so that's a plus. <laughs> You're definitely worthy of the payment because the, oh, I appreciate when you did, you, yeah, when you did the Beatles and Imagine, 
um, at the last show, I mean, it was just phenomenal. I was blown away. You know, I was That's blown away. That's one of my favorite songs. Absolutely. Oh, I appreciate it, baby. I got you. I enjoyed yeah, I mean, you as well. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, Curtis, man, I, I didn't even know you knew this, this, just the wealth of people, this, this so many talented people in Actually, all aspects. I, I didn't. I'm just no? fortunate enough to live in New York City. And if you right. live in New York, I think we forget how this is a premier town. This is not um, Tulsa, Alabama, or something like that. Even though I'm not saying that everything is there. Mm-hmm. But we have a cornucopia, a plethora, a oh. untapped wealth <laughs> of singers. And I just knew that this could be a good lightning rod to attract them. Yeah. So we just met. I, I met Miss Dyer the day she walked in. I met Keith the day he walked in. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm that just lets you know that's New York before. City for you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely, that's New York you know, City. You know, that's, I, have a question. I have a question for Keith. I never asked him actually how we got in the business, so I'd like to know that myself. Yeah. Because he, no, I got, I got in the business. So I got in the business. Uh, uh, I've always said I started out doing musical theater um, and uh, basically couldn't get any work as an actor. <laughs> I couldn't get any work as an actor. I couldn't even get arrested. And I did a, uh, uh, years ago I did a, a talent show and this woman was in the audience. I didn't win. My daughter wound up winning the talent show and um, this woman said, oh, you have a beautiful voice. You should concentrate on your singing. You should concentrate on your singing. And mm-hmm. that's what I did, and I got more work as a singer than I could as an actor. So I just went with a where I could get hired, basically. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Keith, rumor has it you just got back from Norway. How is that? Oh, that's nice. I love that's like a second home. That has become a second home for me. I've been going out there since uh, uh, 1999. Um, oh. I started well, me, out. Nadine, and, um, you know, Ada, we're trying to get to Norway, so hook it up, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, I'm trying to definitely do something out there and trying to hook up a, have a thing, you know, where I can bring people out there as well. But um, <clears throat> So that's, that's definitely in the works. Um, but um, I, I, I enjoy Norway. I just go, I, I work with... Um, uh, this conductor that lives here, he's originally from Norway, but lives here in Connecticut now, Jens Wendebo. He um, is considered like the Quincy Jones of Norway. And wow. Basically, we just go out and, and um, the NRK, the, uh, excuse me, the uh, Norwegian orchestra out there, mm-hmm. we did a concert a few, about five to seven years ago, basically a tribute to disco with their orchestra, like a 70-piece orchestra and for television and everything from that. They like to do that every year for their employees, just as like a, um, it's like an appreciation thank you, you know, for the work throughout the year or whatever. So we go out there and we just do this tribute to disco. And uh, I'm hoping to, that, that they can take it on the road. That's what the, the talk is and has been trying to do that, but I guess it's just expensive, even if it's a 40-piece orchestra or a 30-piece orchestra. Just so when that happens, you're going to bring all of us? Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, the plan is to, to bring all of you out there and just run the show. There you, you go. Know, I just run yeah. the show. You got the MC, you got the three <laughs> Adam Sanders from New York. Hook it up. Oh, Definitely. So, yes. Yeah. Definitely hook it up. Wow. That's amazing, Definitely. Norway. 
Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I, like, what were you going to say, Curtis? No, actually, that was uh, Keith finishing his story. Go ahead, brother. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I was just saying I love the place. I've learned when I first went out there in 99, I I, I, uh, I was on tour with the Pet Shop Boys, and I went out there. We went out there and did shows in 99 and 2000. And then I think uh, I met Yentz in 2002 or three, And so that's mm-hmm. when started going back out there and uh, now I have friends out there I can understand the, the language uh, a, a little bit uh, but I, and I still can't speak it after you know the years of I mean I can do the um, the regular stuff like tell our goodbye excuse me pardon me where it is exactly so uh, uh, if I get the language down you know I wouldn't mind moving up there just taking residence yeah of course okay now that we got that over. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys, I wanted to um, tell everyone that the, the finals are this Thursday at the Aloft Hotels in Harlem. And it's from 7 to 10. And we're all going to be there. Um, so, you guys need to come out. It's James Exactly. Yes, he's going to come in behind this interview. I actually um, got him to... Uh, pre-recorded interview, so I'm going to I'm gonna drop that in behind this one. He couldn't call in live today, but that's my buddy right there, and um, we're going to really tear it down, all four of us, this Thursday at the Aloft Hotels in Harlem. Looking you guys need to come out. To it, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you y'all come need on to come down, out. you listeners out there, come on down and check it out. Definitely, and it's, it's going to be a good time. I mean, you are going to be amazed at what a good time we all have, because not only are we just singing, but you know, the host of the event is very entertaining, Mr. Curtis Sherrod himself. <laughs> Absolutely. He well, is thank you, quite thank the you. host. I, I pride myself on the fellowship, too. Right. I love the fact that it's a, it's a great networking opportunity, right. so even if you're not going to be able to perform, you should come down because it's rare to be in the house with over 20 singers in house. And mm-hmm. great musicians as well. We have the Fred McFarlane Band providing that bed of music. So if you're a singer and you just want to have fellowship, you just want to network, you just want to learn more about this profession, you want to learn more about this craft, the Singers' Lounge is an excellent opportunity to meet people like Nadine, who's also switch-hitting, doing the radio thing, to meet people like Keith, who gets stamps on his passport, to meet people like Ada, who can make the hair on your back and your neck sort of like tingle. You know, you can't go wrong. Exactly. <laughs> nice. I like that. You cannot go wrong. You know, after, after hearing all that, you guys have got to come out this Thursday, and it's also hosted by two other phenomenal singers, Wondrous and Stacey Howley. It's just going to be a good time. Um, oh, yeah. You guys, you know, it's in Harlem, which is kind of like the new Harlem. So <laughs> we're part of that whole scene. So come out this Thursday. And I want to thank my guest tonight, Curtis Sherrod, Executive Director of the Hip Hop Culture Center and also founder of the Singers Lounge, Ada Dyer and Keith Fluid. You guys, I'm going to see you on Thursday. We're going to kill it. We're gonna have a good time. Thank you so much, ladies. Yes. Really a lot of fun. Yes, thank you so much. And we'll see you soon. Thank you so much. All right. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day.
Bye-bye. Bye. Whenever you're ready. Okay. What's up, y'all? This is Jill Scott. You're listening to Bodega Fresh with my girl, Nadine. Caldwell, you're chilling on Bodega Fresh with my girl, Nadine. Bodega Fresh, your girl, Nadine, is back third Sunday of the month. And uh, this upcoming week, there's a special showcase happening in Harlem at the Aloft Hotel called the Singer's Lounge. Your girl, Nadine, happens to be a part of that event. Um, came in second place at the first event. And um, my guest today is the gentleman that came in first place who's had quite a fabulous career 
as a singer, and I'm so happy to introduce him today. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome Sterk, R&B singer, all kinds of singers, not just R&B singer, but singer extraordinaire, Sterk, to the show. Say hello to the fan base, Sterk. Hello, everyone. This is Sterk. I'm glad to be here. Thank you, Nadine, for this opportunity. Definitely, definitely. Thank you for um, coming on to the show. Um, I'm featuring the singers from the Singers Lounge, which is a fabulous event that's happening at the Aloft Hotels given by uh, Curtis Sherrod. I want to say a special shout-out and salute to Curtis Sherrod. Great event, and I happen to meet you there, and I'm so happy that I have. Um, you are a phenomenal singer, I have to say. Any time you grab the mic, it's, it's unbelievable. Like, you know, I feel like I'm in a live concert, but it's really, it's really incredible. Um, I want to know from you, how long have you been singing? Oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> um, <laughs> actually, I started singing as, as a baby. I mean, my, my father was a musician, um, played in the Cotton Club, played in some in several places around uh, the Harlem area. My mother sang in the choir. So my beginnings really started, I guess, you know, four, five, six years old, uh, mm-hmm. just singing around the house. My father was one with my brother. Uh, my brother and I used to, as part of the wake-up regime in the morning, my father would have us do harmony. And so that's, I guess that's where it started. Um, wow. Yeah, then I was, like I said, I was about six, seven, eight years old. Um, right, right. When I was 10, nine and 10, uh, there was a group that was formed with my brother and my three cousins. Uh, we called ourselves the Clintonian Cubs. That was back in 56, 57. Wow. Yeah, yeah. so that was the first professional uh, introduction to music for me. Uh, we went to the Apollo. We won three times in a row, and actually ended up being on an actual show uh, with some of the top doo-wop groups of that time: the Coasters, the Cadillacs, um, those kind of people. They were on the show at that time, and we were the youngest group on that show, being nine and ten years old. Wow! Now, are you originally from Harlem? I'm born and raised in Harlem. I'm a product of the Abraham Lincoln Houses on 35th and 5th Avenue. Wow, that's incredible. So to be at the Apollo at, at that time and era, what was what was it like, like the movement and everything that was happening at that time? What was that like? Well, you know, that was the height of the doo-wop era. So, you know, there were a lot of people that would come through uh, on the Apollo stage. But the Apollo itself, you know, is iconic in terms of the, the history of people who come through there. And actually, you, that's where you get your feet wet. That's, that's, that's where you learn your business. That's where you, mm-hmm. if you're lucky and you, and you end up on a show like we were at 9 and 10, to be in the midst of people like the Coasters and the Cadillacs, and the platters and people like that who were on the show that we happened to have opened up for, they were the ones who educated us as young kids about the business um, and educated us in terms, even in terms of our music. I mean, we were, we thought ourselves pretty good, um, right. but there were some things that they were able to really help us with, and I think it made us better. What are some of the lessons that uh, 
that you still practice to this day that you learned from then, from nine or ten years old? Well, I think the, the, the primary lesson is to give back. That was the primary lesson. I mean, you know, these were guys who had made it in the, in, you know, in, in the time of the doo-wop era. And, you know, in, in a sense, you know, you always get a chance, you get, you get an, a feeling when you're around people who are iconic, groups who are well-known and have made it uh, in that era. You, you know, you always think, well, you know, these guys are going to be kind of stuck up and, you know, they're going to not really want to share anything. But I think that the main thing I learned from them is that they wanted to share what they had. They wanted to share their talent with anyone who would listen. And they also shared, uh, you know, the the business aspect, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I think that was one of the things that that I still do now. I mean, if I hear someone, um, you know, like yourself, uh, you know, and I I hear some things that, that I think are good, I want that person to know that I've heard them. I want that person to be encouraged. And, you know, and even with respect to the business end of it, I want them to be encouraged to know that, you know, if there's something that I can tell them, something that I can share with them to make it better for them in terms of the business, I'm willing to do that. And so I think that was one of the major things I learned as a kid in the music business. Yeah, and it's, it's definitely, I feel that way. Like, you know, the singer's round is more to me than just um you know, there, it's a competition that's involved for the ALOF hotels, but the camaraderie and just the feeling that I get from other people and the positive vibes, it's, it's even it's even better than what I expected. It was just like a completely, really absorbing experience for me, and I enjoy myself immensely, you know, when I, I meet you and then I meet other fabulous singers, but that is the exact vibe that I kind of get from it all, like, it's very encouraging. It's like it feels like a community almost, you know, of um, just a wealth of information that happens. Like one of the major things I learned, of course, like I didn't have my business cards ready, and that was one of the number one things you should have. Like if you're talking about doing business and you want to be a singer and want to be, you know, called upon or maybe you never know who you're going to meet, you have to have a calling card that's, that's a grabber, which is one of the things that you told me the first night that I met you. Like, you need to get your business cards together, you know. You to have one of these if you, you know, talking about making some movements. And that was the next thing that I had. So you definitely are, you know, giving back by, you know. I even felt really encouraged by the whole situation. So what are some of the, um, like, growing up as a singer from 9 and 10 years old from then, I mean, like, you must have been in, so many groups and like what are what are some of the favorite things that has happened to you as a singer through these years well i think you know the first one being of course my first exposure to the apollo at nine and ten years old um that opened up you know my my interest i mean i love music music is is my life primarily mm-hmm. that's my life um but to be on the stage and to to be able to feel the spirit of the people there when you do something that 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 they feel, when you're able to hit a note or do a song that someone can can remember and someone is encouraged by, and then you know to get the feedback, you know, oh man, you know I really like that song and I like that note and I love your voice, and these are the things that encourage you to want to go on and do what you love, um, you know. So I think that that first that first exposure was the thing that got me hooked 
in terms of being able to not just be a singer, but to be an entertainer. I, I, I don't call myself actually a singer. I, I would rather call myself an entertainer because as as a singer, you limit yourself. As an entertainer, you have to be able to touch all the hearts of everyone. That means, you know, you have to open up your, your expertise with respect to the songs you do. You have to be able to, to feel your crowd and know who you're, you're in front of and, and what's going to be something that they like and what's going to have them bring you back. So I, I like to call myself an entertainer, and I've learned that as a young age. You know, you have to be open to do a lot of things. You know, music is a diverse, uh, uh, how could I say, it's, it's, it's a diverse field, you know, and there's no one type of music. There's all types of music, and I think as an entertainer, I learned that you have to be open to all types of music, feel your crowd out, know what they, what they want, know what they, they appreciate, and give them that. But to give them a show, um, mm-hmm. you know, so I, that was my first influence. Uh, from that point, I was in, you know, several different groups. I was in a group right after that, not right after that, but um, maybe some 10 years uh, later at, well, actually at 17, I joined a group called the Millionaires, um, mm-hmm. and that was back in the early 60s, 63, 64. Um, and we ended up uh, being on the Mercury label. We we did several songs, um, on, did several albums on the Mercury label, and that was my first exposure as a writer because mm-hmm. out of the, oh, I think we had, maybe at that time about 15 or 16 different tunes, I wrote 11 of them. So that was my exposure, you know, being open, opened up to the to the business of being a songwriter. And, you know, as, as things went on, I, my interest became more and more that I wanted to know more about the business. I wanted to know more about what I could do with my talent. So I went to school, I studied um uh, ended up going to San Francisco to the Conservatory of San Francisco, and I studied mm-hmm. music there. I studied theory. I studied arrangements. I studied piano. I studied opera. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. amazing. Yeah, because music is um, a diverse. One thing about music is, you know, just like um, some people may categorize it and say, "Oh, this is soft pop. This is R&B. This is neo soul," but it's all about um, how you interpret the song itself when you have it in your grasp. Exactly. I'm, this exactly. is what I feel. You know, yeah. so it could be any type of genre. You could just interpret it the way you feel. And that's that, that, to me, takes a certain gift as well, like interpreting a song. And it's something that I've, that I've been learning as, you know, someone that's really delving into being a singer but really want to be really a showstopper. I want to be entertaining. I learned that that's so important. Instead of just being able to sing, you have to really give them a show. So um, learning the craft was one thing, but then learning the business was a whole other aspect that I never knew anything about. And, you know, um, there's so many different avenues to it. And you've been able to actually live as an entertainer and has that been something that's a struggle for you or is something that is carefully strategically mapped out which one is it 
Well, I think, you know, initially it was a struggle for me only because, and, I, and you know, I tell this to a lot of people and they don't believe it. And as I said, you know, my father was an entertainer. He never wanted me to sing. <laughs> he never wanted me to be in this business. You know, he, he would rather I'd study to be a doctor or a lawyer or something else. He said this business right. is, is so so fickle. He says, you know, you, you, you really can't make a living in this business, although he made a living in the business. Um you know, he wanted something better for his sons. He wanted something better. So I think initially for me, when I was younger, to just get involved and to be supported, that was the first struggle. Um, and I think, you know, as you go through, finding your, you know, your niche in, in the business is, you know, is a struggle. You have to try to find out where do you belong, what kind of music do, can you do, um, who's willing to support you, then you have, you know, as you're coming through and becoming a professional, it's about finding writers, um, you know, who can write songs for yourself. I mean, I was fortunate in that I was writing songs for myself and for the group, but then, you know, you have to also uh, be able to to stretch out in the music and learn the music, learn the aspects of the music uh, so that you don't become something that, you know, sounds the same every time you sing or sounds the same every time you do a program. Um, right. You know, I ended up doing musicals uh, while I was living in California. I moved out there when, in 75, and I was out there almost 30 years, and I did a lot of musicals, um, you know, just to craft, to, to, to really qualify myself as a, as a person who could do the stage. And that's where you learn how to, as you said, to interpret, to interpret the music, to make the music real, to make the music personal, but also to make the music a character, an individual, because as you sing and you touch the spirit of someone, they remember an incident. They remember a day. They remember a kiss. They remember a dance. They remember a person. They remember a perfume or a cologne. And the way that you do it makes it memorable. So, you know, it, it, it's it's always going to be a struggle in terms of trying to find out what it is that your, that, that your audience wants and appreciates. But I think that the, the rewarding part of that is when you do find it and you're able to come across and then you hear the response of people or someone comes up later and says, oh, man, you know, I, I remember when you did that song that brought back a lot of memories for me. You know, you know, oh, I heard that song before, but I've never heard it the way you've done it. You know, that's right. the reward. Yeah, that's definitely the reward. That's that's amazing because it's, it's definitely um, – it's definitely a really great feeling, and I never felt it before. Like, I felt it before, but I felt like there were my, you know, my friends were in the crowd or whatever. So, you know, the the thing that I loved about the Singer's Lounge is meeting so many different artists that have already been doing this for quite some time and, and knowing the business and, you know, sharing their knowledge. And, you know, that's that's the gift of, of meeting you, Sterk, and, you know, I'm just so thankful that you're calling into the show and, and dropping knowledge the way you are today on the show. I really appreciate it. But um, I'm not going to keep you too much longer. What I wanted to say is um, as you continue as an entertainment in this business, what are some of the things that you feel since you started and to this day are just completely different and have changed? Or are there a lot? I don't know how many, but what are some of the differences that you see? Well, you know, some of the differences that I think now, uh, you know, when I came through, as I said, I was nurtured by people who were in the business and 
took me in as family, educated me, uh, watched over me, um, you know, really looked out for my better, uh, for my betterment in the in the in the business, you know, teaching me the business. Um, I think that's one of the things that to me has changed in that so many people now have become so engrossed in trying to make the dollar, they have forgotten how to have the heart, uh, you know, of the people. Um, to have the heart of a person who wants to give back, who wants to share. It's like everybody wants to keep it to themselves. Um, right. And that, that, that's, that's one of the things. Another thing I think for me, you know, as an older gentleman, and, um, it's, it, you know, the thing is, is that the, the business is becoming younger or oriented more towards the youth, uh, which is not a bad thing. But I think what the other thing is, is you can't forget where, who the roots are. The roots of the music are those who have been in the music for a while and have done a lot of things, and we haven't lost our talent. You know, the thing is that we've kind of lost touch with the business in that the business has kind of lost touch with us. And um, yeah. that's that's one of the things that I, I really appreciate about Singers Lounge is that there's no age limit. You know, the only thing they want to know is whether you have talent, and if you have talent, come out and show your talent. And, and, I, and I appreciate the opportunity to let people know that you know, even at my young age of 66, I still have a little bit going. I still got something on, you know, that I can do, and that this is my love, my my talent, and I want everyone to be able to be exposed to it. Because to me, I believe it's it's it is definitely giving back, and um, you know, I just love I love making people happy through my music. And that's that's the bottom line. And you definitely do. I mean, you saying you know, going in circles and. The, the just the audience and everyone just like froze looking over at you as you were singing. It was just incredible and you captured the audience. It's just amazing, you know. And I definitely want to thank you for coming on to the show today, you guys. Dirk and you can catch him and myself at the Singers Lounge this Thursday, June nineteenth. So come on out. It's going to be from 7 to 10, and it's, it's going to be a little bit of competition, but don't come for that. Come for the sheer enjoyment of the Singers Lounge. Amazing people, amazing singers, and the host, Curtis Sherrod, and Wondrous, as well as Stacey, they're going to be there. So come on through and check us out, you guys. It's your girl, Nadine, on Bodega Fresh. I want to thank my guest today, Dirk, for coming on to the show. And, um, again, catch us this Thursday. Um, Sir, do you want to say anything before I let you go, say anything to the uh, audience? Yeah, I, I just want to say that I hope that everyone does come out. It's it's an, it's a great time to network with people who, if you're in the business or want to be in the business, it's a great time to come out and meet people and talk with people and to also enjoy the talents of people like Nadine, who sings like Songbird. And, you know, Thank to, you. To, to just really be entertained and to, to know, you know, that you can come out and hear some of your favorite tunes, um, maybe done in a different way, but it, it's a great networking opportunity. Definitely, definitely. Come on through, you guys. It's going to be a great time. And um, I think he's going to do it every month, um, every third Thursday of the month at the Aloft Hotel. So come through, check him out. Singer's Lounge is on Facebook as well. And uh, Curtis Sherrod is also the executive director of the Hip Hop Culture Center. And uh, he does great activities in Harlem. He's a great community activist. Thanks, Curtis. We'll be right back. It's your girl, Nadine, on Bodega Fresh. 
so funny running into you It has to be three years Since we last seen each other Many flashbacks come to mind Of the wild and crazy times We used to have with one another We absolutely didn't care We would do it anywhere Eye contact and it was over But that's when I was wildin' out I couldn't care less about Someone getting hurt I've done my share of dirt But I'm a wiser A few one night stands Some of their names I can't remember Imagine waking up with someone who You barely even knew Time and time again But there's someone for everyone I've been blessed to find that one Who makes me feel like no other you are looking good as hell, but I can't go home with you because I'm going home. 